This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. This segment is brought to you by the Zuckerberg Institute. This is Randy Zuckerberg Means Business on Business Radio. Hi, everyone. I'm Randy Zuckerberg. Thank you so much for joining me today on Randy Zuckerberg Means Business, Sirius XM, Channel 132 Business Radio. I'm thrilled to welcome my first guest of the hour, Adam Sachs, co-founder and CEO at Vicarious Surgical, the next generation of surgical robotics. Adam, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for making the time. All right. Well, uh, take us through. I mean, what what is Vicarious Surgical, and uh, what's what are you working on right now? So, at Vicarious Surgical, we're building the next generation of surgical robotics that leverages a lot of advanced technologies that have come uh, come come to market over the last twenty years, primarily from the cell phone industry. And using those technologies to create a miniature robotics platform that allows the surgeon to essentially beam themselves into the patient or to control an avatar of themselves inside of the patient all through a single 15-millimeter incision. It's incredible. All right. Take us through what the surgical robot looks like. How big are we talking about? Like, what what do we see? So it's primarily two arms and a camera. Each of the arms has the same joints and degrees of freedom as, as the surgeon's arms, as human arms. So it's a total of nine joints that make up the wrists, elbows, and shoulders. And then a camera that has two eyes, just like, again, the surgeon. And the surgeon wears a VR headset and holds hand controllers and interacts naturally with this robot. The, the whole thing you know, fits in through that, that 15-millimeter, 1.5-centimeter incision. But once it's inside, it, it actually expands uh, and, and is, is uh, relatively sizable with arms that are, are uh, closer to, to 200 millimeters long, giving them significant reach, flexibility, and strength inside of the abdomen of their patient. I love it. All right. Um, Adam, I'm hoping maybe you can take us through just the broader lay of the land of what the state of robotics and surgery rooms is like today um, and where, you know, where you saw such a need for what you're building at Vicarious. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, if you don't mind, I actually love to, to go back even one step further before robotics. Absolutely. Uh, where the surgery you know, really started with open surgery, where a surgeon would take a scalpel and, you know, for abdominal surgery, quite literally open the patient's abdomen up and operate. And they can see with their own eyes, they can operate with their own hands, but the incision actually causes most of the injury to the patient. Uh, Amazingly, almost 20% of patients that have an open abdominal surgical procedure end up with a complication that, that results in them needing to have another procedure to correct that. So that's really what minimally invasive surgery uh, keyhole procedures have been all about. The idea that you can have three to five small incisions that heal much more readily, and you insert these long, slender instruments into the abdomen through those incisions. But that really transfers the the complexity and complications from from the patient to the surgeon, who, who now has to operate no longer seeing directly pivoting about the abdominal wall with their instruments. It's incredibly challenging. And robotics today have have attempted to solve that, but 
They're really built on legacy technology. They add a wrist inside the abdomen, but don't have elbows. Their shoulders have limited motion, a lot of interference, and incredibly high cost. So that's really where the value of what we're doing comes in. It's really exciting. Um, I mean, just so fascinating on so many levels. What What do you say to doctors uh, and patients who feel a little hesitant about robotics uh, providing their care? How do you get everyone over that hurdle? I mean, I'm already over that hurdle. I'm ready for my robot surgeon. But but what do you say to people? Yeah, I, I'd say in this case, we, we actually are maybe even a little bit fortunate to not be the first mover. That there, there are companies that, you know, for the last 20, 25 years have been doing robotic surgery and have proven its value uh, to the patient and, and that it can be safe and effective. Uh, but at the same time, due to the fact that they're built on these giant industrial robotic arms instead of miniature robotic technology, uh, they take over the operating room. They cost a ton of money. They take, you know, hours to set up and add a lot of time to procedures. So, you know, what I would say is, is to, you know, look at, look at the data, look at what's around us today. You know, 20 years ago, you know, even I was, uh, uh, I'd say, a bit nervous about things like that. But, you know, today, you know, almost every plane you get into is fly-by-wire and essentially has a robot in between the pilot and the plane. It's becoming true of cars, too. It's uh, all of our lives, and it's making our lives better and safer. Absolutely. For anyone who's just tuning in, I'm speaking with Adam Sachs, co-founder and CEO at Vicarious Surgical, Next Generation Surgical Robots. It's so fascinating. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg, here on Randy Zuckerberg Means Business, Sirius XM Business Radio 132. Adam, you touched briefly on virtual reality being really key to these surgical robots. Maybe you can talk a little bit about just the role in VR in healthcare and surgery and, and why that plays such a big role. Yeah, so VR and, and VR headsets, uh, it's actually a bit of a misnomer, but there's really no exact term for what we're doing. We take a VR headset and we put it on the surgeon, and then we have direct visualization from a camera that has two eyes that you use cell phone camera technology, but then are, are roboticized. So the, the head of our robot can pan, tilt, and roll just like, like the surgeon's head. And our robot follows the motion of the surgeon, and the camera feeds are beamed uh, with some augmentation uh, to the surgeon directly in a VR headset. So this allows the surgeon to not feel like they're, you know, looking up at a screen or controlling a robot in a microscope. Rather, it gives them that immersive presence that only virtual reality technology can of letting them feel like they've truly been shrunk down and this robot is their avatar inside of their patient. So cool. Uh, are there certain surgeries that are much, uh, you know, more successful for robotics right now? And do you think in the future that uh, that surgical robots will be able to handle very complicated surgery? So I think there's a few different large advantages of surgical robots. Uh, surgical robots, you know, and the technology that we're doing are incredibly promising for complex procedures. And Moving these really complex procedures from open surgery to uh, to minimally invasive surgery, which is way better for the patient. And I, I will say, as cool and exciting as complex procedures are, they're relatively few in number 
and therefore is both a small market and helps a relatively small number of patients and, uh, and surgeons and hospitals. So that's why we're focusing on doing instead taking something uh, uh, today called a ventral hernia repair, which is primarily done with open surgical technique and enabling that due to the flexibility of our arms to work on the ceiling in a way that, that is really challenging for today's minimally invasive robots or manual tools to do and perform that with more complex advanced technique that can result in better outcomes with higher reimbursement under today's coding all in less time. And that, that really creates the value for everybody in a market that's, you know, millions of patients per year worldwide. Hmm. Uh, your tech has been granted a breakthrough device designation by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Um, that sounds exciting. Can you explain what that means? So the FDA has this wonderful program, uh, the breakthrough device designation, uh, and the advantages of this program are really that the FDA will work you know, closely with a company and will essentially partner with a company with senior leadership advice and support in order to help ensure that the product is safe and effective and get it to market as quickly as possible. And they, they not only provide all this support while you're going through the process, but also uh, offer a number of reimbursement benefits to encourage hospitals and surgeons to use the technology once it's on the market. So all of this is, is a huge advantage, is a wonderful program. And in order to be admitted to this program, you need to really demonstrate to the FDA that your device has a, a, real, uh, a real advantage that comes from the fundamental technology beyond what exists in surgery today, robotic, manual, uh, et cetera. Uh, so we, we've done that, and they, they've awarded us the uh, breakthrough device. Excellent. And uh, finally, Adam, um, what, what are you excited about coming down the pipeline for vicarious surgical in the years ahead and, and the, just the future of the industry? I'm, you know, I'd say long-term, uh, I'm incredibly excited about a lot of the potential that technologies like ours have. Uh, we've, we've put so much sensing into our system. We have 28 sensors per arm the ability to, to really gather full depth mapping in real time of the abdomen. We're, we're building a data set and building all the hooks we need to, to really automate procedures down the road. Uh, and we view this as, as quite viable, uh, uh, especially when you consider that removing all humans is not the main goal of automation. It's, it's simply minimizing the amount of time that the surgeon has to do mundane, simple tasks during surgery. Uh, in the short term, I'm incredibly excited about the transaction we have coming up as, uh, as well as uh, the, the launch of our first product in, uh, in uh, a couple of years. Excellent. Adam Sachs, co-founder and CEO at Vicarious Surgical. Where can our listeners go to keep up with you and find out more? Yeah, our website, vicariousurgical.com. Excellent. Thank you so much. Congrats. And what a, a fascinating chat today. I really appreciate your time. Same. Thank you. That was Adam Sachs, co-founder and CEO at Vicarious Surgical Next Generation of Surgical Robotics. You're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on Sirius XM 132 Business Radio. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 